Coming to you live from beautiful Canada, Ontario, I am your podcaster, John, and this is Live at 6.05, and we are in a bit of a different setup today as I am podcasting along with the award winner, Val. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, and we are actually in my parents' kitchen right now, (laughs) and we are eating breakfast while Val's eating breakfast. I'm attempting the podcast with us. Yes. And we are just about to finish our... Ottawa trip. Definitely. Uh, I will talk for a few seconds, so I'll let you drink your tea and eat your English muffins. Yes, please. But it's been a very fun weekend so far. We came down Friday morning, and it is now Sunday morning, and we're getting ready to leave and fly back to beautiful Toronto, Ontario, to hopefully not have any delays, catch a uh, cab ride home to maybe watch some playoff football Mm -hmm. with uh, Sean Puff Batty of Boys Town Brew Crew (laughs) fame. What were we down here for? What weren't we down here for is actually the better question. We were actually down here because for Christmas, as I said on the first podcast, mm-hmm. I got you and Pops Mallon tickets to go see Ottawa Senators against New York Rangers. Ooh. And the game itself wasn't necessarily the best game as the Sens lost it. Ooh. <laughs> but it was still a very fun game as we had really good seats. I'll make sure I post a picture of yeah. our seats. We were just to the side of the penalty box, and we were four rows from the front glass, Mm -hmm. uh, 100 level, and just a couple seats in. So they were really good seats, and it was a lot of fun that game. We did a lot of yelling, a lot of cheering. A lot of foam finger and flag waving. Yeah, and uh, we even got free hats because it was Hockey Day in Canada. I like that. Which is really cool. So we decided since uh, my folks are taking my sister Katie Mm -hmm. to New York to get her into residence because she's starting a new semester of school. So mm-hmm. shout out to Katie for doing so well I on her first semester that she got, um, she got all these scholarships and stuff, I think. And, um, she's starting her, uh, school internship, uh, sometime soon where she's placement, gonna, she's placement find yeah, out tomorrow. find out tomorrow what class she'll help teach. Mm-hmm. And we're really excited for her. Mm-hmm. And my older sister, Jen, is doing fantastic work, too. She is teaching some kindergartners for the rest of the year, which is really good. So either cute or a little terrors. We'll have to (laughs) ask her and see what she says. So it felt fitting to be in the Malin household when all these Malin things are happening. Exactly. (laughs) And we're going to go, we got to get out of here in probably about 20 minutes. So this will probably be part of a podcast, and we'll record something else at home and just finish it up and make it an hour or something like that. But we figure... Brought the microphone, the fantastic microphone that you got me mm-hmm. for Christmas, and we'll just do some podcasting and uh, we'll figure out some other things. So, does it feel weird to be back in your parents' house? No, because I was technically here like three weeks ago for Christmas. <laughs> it uh, it's always nice when I have you around as well. Does it actually bring up like a different things you'd want to podcast? Like, what does it feel like to do? Like we've done podcasts like in Barbados, in Bahamas, Washington. Yeah. What about here? Like. Does it built, bring back, like, nostalgic things you want to talk about? Yeah, I think so. I think even, like, last night... Oh, I just noticed my iPod headphone cord is breaking in mm. half, but that's okay. When we were at Baton Rouge last night, we were Ooh. talking about stuff, and I don't want to talk too much about it, but we were talking about, like, old jobs we had. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I've been waiting to do a jobs podcast episode. I think mm-hmm. you and I should do one. Definitely. In an upcoming episode, because I have had some pretty crazy jobs. Definitely. But I'll just say the one story real quickly mm-hmm. was, or maybe I'll say the one about the Entourage DVD, yeah. should I say that one? So we were just talking about working jobs, and I was like, I got my first job when I was 16. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say what it was. Mm-hmm. 
either way, I was working from about 16 to when I graduated college. I had a bunch of odd jobs and right. stuff like that, as you know, teenagers do. Mm-hmm. But I was saying, so my last year of college, so going into my last year of college, I was back in Ottawa for the summer. Right. Schools in Toronto, lived in Ottawa during the summers and all this kind of stuff. So I had a job at Zeller's and I didn't, I worked there for so long. I didn't really want to work there again for my last summer before my last uh, semester of school. Okay. So I was like, I don't want to go back there. Maybe I'll try something different. So my mom suggested this one place. I went there. didn't work out. I'll talk all about that in a future podcast. Yeah. What I decided was, I'm like, you know what? I I guess I was 22 at the time or 21, 22 going to my last year of school. I'm like, I'm going to be working for like the next 40 years of my life. (laughs) I don't really feel like working this summer now. I've tried a few (laughs) things out and I told that to my folks. I was like, you know what? Get the whole rest of my life, I'm going to be working for the next 40 years. Yeah. What do you say I just, you know, maybe take the summer off and just kind of have some fun? If I did that, my dad would throw a job application in my face or something. My mom was behind me. She's like, that is right. You will be working for the rest of your life. And it's true. Since that summer, I've worked for going on seven straight years right now. So Does it feel like you're broaching 40 anytime soon? Oh, hells no. <laughs> and first of all, I just got to say... Uh, and P.S., we're going to have to retire in like 50 years. They're going to clearly jack up the age range. Yeah, that's true. I just want to say one uh, real quick. If the mic, if we're getting like too hot or, or too cold or whatever, it's just because... We forgot the piece of the mic stand that connects to our little tripod for the new mic. So I'm literally holding this in my hand and kind of rotating between you and I. So it might get really loud and really soft. but That'll be where your impeccable editing comes in. Exactly. This might be a uh, long editing podcast. But either way, it was the end of the summer. And since I didn't have a job, I had no money. And that, <laughs> obviously, obviously, right? That's how that worked. I wasn't hooking they on the side or anything. They don't pay you in good intentions. No, but they should. <laughs> and towards the end of the summer is when I started to get into Entourage. Because okay. it was on the movie network. And they were on season three. So I was watching season three. I'm like, oh, the show's so good. I want to go back and buy the first couple seasons. Or at mm. least get season one and watch it from the start. So I remember going to like Best Buy or Future Shop. Mm-hmm. And going, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to buy Entourage. It was like, say, $45. Okay. Well, since I hadn't been working for the summer, I had $20 to my name. <laughs> I had no money, so then I had to go back home because I couldn't buy the entourage, and I think I went up to my mom's you room. You couldn't download it then? No, this was before... Well, I don't download stuff unless it's legally. <laughs> I didn't have the money to legally download it on <laughs> iTunes either. Yeah, I couldn't even buy an episode for $5, or maybe I could. <laughs> but I went to my mom, and I was just like, yeah, there's this great show that I really want to watch, but I just don't have the funds for it. But she was either way kind enough to uh, yeah. help me out by season one of Entourage, and ever since then I was motivated to work full-time and... But you could take it one step further and watching Entourage, remember you cut that faux trailer for Entourage and that was an element that helped you got your job. Ah, look at the way you're spinning this. I was correct. Before I was a producer, I would try to edit promos at home and the first one I did was an Entourage promo and oh, damn it. Since I got the new computer, I think I wiped everything else clean off the old computer. <laughs> so if I still had it, I would show that promo. It was a really good trailer. Yeah, it was It was like seven years ago. It was or like maybe five years mm-hmm. ago or something, but... Either way, that's just part of a job story. That's a, there's a lot more, a lot more craziness. I'm sure you have some crazy job stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so look forward to that maybe in a couple episodes. We'll do the uh, Jobs podcast. Yeah. We'll call it the Steve Jobs podcast or something Aww, like that. too soon. Too soon. <laughs> so how's your trip to Ottawa been so far? It's been so much fun. We've had um, a pretty intense week, uh, week since we came back from holidays. 
Um, so it was nice to just even come out here. Like, I know we came out for a hockey game, but yeah. it's always a really nice break because I feel like your parents always pamper us with, like, really great breakfasts and stuff and, like, dinners and things. I'm always guaranteed at least one French toast breakfast slash lunch when I come love. back here. And actually, you know, before we get too far into this, we should probably give out all of our contact info. You do it. Should I do it or should this, or do you think we'll record something out in Toronto first and then be like, here's the Ottawa part of the podcast? Whatever you want to do. Ah, fuck it. We'll give it out again. Either way, we'll be giving (laughs) it out. Many different ways to get in contact with me. You can go to facebook.com slash live at 605. And there you will see pictures, comments, statuses, updates, videos, everything there. And... From the Facebook.com slash Live at 605, it also links you to all my other sites, mm-hmm. including Twitter, where I'm at Malencamp. Mm-hmm. You can find my Instagram. I'm at Malencamp again. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Vine, which is... Malencamp again. There you go. You always say Johnny B. I was going to say that, too. And you can also go to www.podomatic... No, www.liveat605.podomatic.com. Hit the PayPal button for once. Help su- subscribe and uh, help out. Either way, like I always say, just go to iTunes, download it, tell a friend, and, and stuff, yeah. So is this the house you've grown up in for your entire life? No, this is the house. we're sitting right now in your kitchen. Um, I don't know. Did I, I told everyone I used to live in Toronto, right? I think so. And I lived in Thornhill on Cottonwood Court. Cottonwood Court. Racist. <laughs> that's what it was called. I think if it's like, yo, that's where cotton fields would be. And then people would be like, yo, go get me that cotton. Get me that cotton. <laughs> it wasn't a racist because I lived next to a black family and a Nazi family. So maybe there was racism on one side. Probably. I did tell that story, right, about the black family next door and then the Nazis next to us? I think so. Well, here's another story about living in Cottonwood Court. So this is interesting. Did I ever tell the story about when there was a murder on our street? Like recently? No, in, in Toronto when I was like four years old living like in the No, Thornhill. remember there was another murder on your street? Like a couple of years ago though? And I was like, isn't this the street where you grew up? It's Oh, sh- yeah, you're right. <laughs> right? Oh. This is, well, so... Uh, we lived in Toronto, or I lived in Toronto from 85 to 91. Mm-hmm. I was born in 85. And there was one day when me, my folks, and my two sisters are coming back from dinner, I think, mm-hmm. or something. And Cottonwood Court, there's kind of like you can enter in from two way- ways. So mm-hmm. it's like a horseshoe almost, I guess. Okay. So you can come in like... Crescent. The w- crescent, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So usually the way we were coming, you turn right and be the quickest way to go down the front of the crescent to get to our place. Mm-hmm. But we were playing this game where my dad's just like... He's like, oh, I can control the uh, lights, the street lights. Okay. You know that thing where you know when it's going to go from red to green? Yeah. Once it goes red, you wait three seconds, and then he would snap his fingers, be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to control the lights when they're going to turn green. And we didn't know that, you know, once the light goes red, yeah. wait three seconds. Yeah. So All kept... the things the kids are amused by. Well, let's just say if this was 90, I was like four years old or five Aww. years old or something like that. I was just a little tyke. Aww. So he, he was doing this all the way home, and... Instead of turning right down the crescent, mm-hmm. which was close to our place, we're like, no, keep going. We want to see if you can still do this. Mm-hmm. So we took the long way Ooh. to go down our street. Like Super Tramp took the long way home? Take the long way <laughs> Exactly. And we took the long way home. We went in the other side, and there's all these police cars. And we're like, holy jeez. And I think there was a house that was like kind of police taped off and all this stuff. And we get home, and I think we're like, what the heck was going on mm-hmm. there? You know, all this police stuff. I guess you read in the news the next day mm-hmm. in the paper or something saying that there was a murder on was the street. Was it a hundred years worth of war crimes happening? The Nazi killed the black man. <laughs> then there was invert 
racism. And then the Inglorious Bastards came. Yeah. And <laughs> No, what happened from what I remember was someone was having an affair. I can't Ooh. remember in the house whether it was the wife having an affair or the, the Nazi husband. The wife? No, this wasn't our. This wasn't like our neighbor. This was oh. like down. The, this was like a long street. Oops. So it was like on the very other side. Okay. So I mean, like it was on our street technically, but it was on the other end. There's like I don't know, say seventy houses in between or something. Had an affair. I think. Yeah, I don't know if it was the husband or the wife, but someone had an affair and maybe caught them in bed with the other person. Whoa. And it was like a crime of passion, or maybe they didn't a catch them in bed. Crime of passion. Maybe they found them in bed and then later on they killed them at they night. Stabbed but, them. Yeah. So it was crazy. It was this. Crazy it's like American Horror Story. Exactly. Ooh, maybe that's what the show's based on. <laughs> I don't even know how we got into this. You're asking, oh, uh, about if I've lived here my whole life. But mm. anyways, that's the story of the murder on our street, <laughs> Cottonwood Court. Mm. Um, so then we lived in the house in Toronto, 85 to 91. 91, my dad got a new job, mm. and it located him in beautiful Ottawa, or Canada, Ontario. Yeah. And so we've lived here. My parents have lived here ever since 91. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. You're coming off a bit of a cold right now? Yep. I'm coming off a bit of a cold right now. My voice is probably still just a little bit raspy too, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been here, or my folks have been here since 91. And it's crazy. Like when we first moved in here, mm-hmm. again, it's another crescent. So it's like another long horseshoe street. Yeah. When we first moved in here, there's two houses on our street. Okay. And now this place is like full of houses everywhere. So it's it's like... There's a hill mm-hmm. uh, down the street where we used to go tobogganing. My parents could watch us from the bedroom. Aww. We didn't have to go with us because they could see us. Yeah. Now there's all these houses that kind of take up the street and stuff. It's still a very pretty street. Mm-hmm. So. Does it feel weird? Because I know like your parents have done like a lot of renovations in here. So it's like John through the years. And so right now we would be sitting in your old kitchen because wasn't there like a wall here before? Yeah. There's a wall that kind of divided half the uh, living room and the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Well, just weird. It's like once I moved to Toronto, they pretty much upgraded everything. I, mean, mm-hmm. I call it, we're sitting in like the futuristic kitchen. Yeah, it's very much like NASA in here. Yeah, like the juice holder is futuristic, the kettle is futuristic, <laughs> the fridges, all this kind of stuff. Does it ever, because um, it's snowing outside right now too. So we, actually, I don't know what the weather's like in Toronto. It's probably a little bit warmer than whatever it is right now. Totally. Um, what you can call it. Would you ever consider then? Coming back and like retiring here this way? No, I think if we were to retire, I'd maybe want to go to like beautiful Bahamas or something <laughs> like that. I do like coming here because it's a nice change of pace for us. It's kind of like. Definitely a nice change of pace. Like, should we tell the story real quick about the day before we came to Ottawa? What happened? All the hangouts we did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, as you guys know, it was crazy. We, the, I was like, what happened? <laughs> so, we flew here Friday uh, morning. Mm-hmm. Thursday night, you and I were just going to um, finish work, yeah. maybe go to the keg, come back and watch the Sens game. Yeah, because it was like, I, um, we had to pack and everything, and I knew I had to meet up with my friend Miranda for coffee. Of uh, Girl Talk fame. Girl. Girl Talk. For ours. Fan favorite Miranda. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, if I go have coffee with Miranda, and then we come home, I have this gift card that my friend Dre gave us for the keg. So I was like, let's just go, because I'm like, we'll inevitably spend money in Canada. So yeah, whatever. And then Sean was like, hey, why don't you guys come over for dinner? Maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yo, guy, I'm already having coffee <laughs> with Miranda down in our area. And I have this $50 gift card to the keg, so I can eat for free. So yeah. I'm like, let's just go to the keg, because you guys can also eat for free, because I won't eat $50 worth of food. Exactly. 
And so then that turned into uh, Sean being like, oh, let's go somewhere else. Let's try it going to Reds, which is another place yeah. we like instead, which is close. We're like, okay, that's uh-huh. cool. And then I got home from work. You were getting ready to meet up with Miranda. And Sean's just like, oh, can I invite Maddie? Yeah. Of Pod Party Podcast fame. And I said, okay. Okay. And then Maddie uh, ended up calling me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, me and Nikki, or Cheyenne, of <laughs> Pod- Party Podcast fame, <laughs> are at your front door. What's your buzzer to get in again? <laughs> yeah. And I'm already at coffee at this point. So I was like, okay, we're supposed to go for dinner for 8 o'clock. It's now like 7.20. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you guys can come up. And then they come up and um, they're like, okay, Sean's going to be here in a bit. We figure we bring some wine and just bug you until <laughs> dinner. So I was like, okay. And then Maddie's like, oh, by the way, I invited your cousin. DJ Mallon. You have to make Andrew a sting. Okay, I make him a DJ Mallon. DJ Mallon. And for those of you who remember my cousin DJ Mallon of the Party Podcast fame, he had a good story about getting drunk and lost in New York. We had a good story about getting drunk at a family reunion. And Apparently, there's all debaucherous stories when it comes to DJ Malin. DJ And I'll have to tell the story about the time we rolled downstairs and gave each other a concussion when we were kids. But that's for another story, another podcast. Or was it last week? Ooh, maybe. But if you guys go to my Facebook page right now, live at six or Facebook.com slash live at six oh five, DJ Mallon has recently become YouTube famous. Oh yeah. As he was at a Leafs game and mm-hmm. they put him on the Jumbotron and he mm-hmm. danced up a storm. For like thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. It's crazy. Did this crazy dance and he said it was it was on Hockey Night in Canada. Mm-hmm. It was on the Jumbotron. It's like trending like large. Trending. It was on YouTube. The Maple Leafs put it up on their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. It's up to like, I think he said over 15,000 views. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, the craziest thing is like 15,000 views. I'd say like 92% of the comments are all like nice. I'm like, anytime you go on the internet, people are just going to shit all over you. But I'm like, no, it's actually like all good comments. Because he's the best dancer ever. So I'll post that video on the Mm -hmm. wall. So check that out. What do we also call Andrew? Oh, he's the fun Malin. <laughs> because before he can meet us for dinner, we're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm playing dodgeball. I'm like, yo, I need to hang out with you more often. That sounds glorious. I was like, he's a dodgeball playing, DJ spinning, mm-hmm. you know, all this kind of stuff. I equally said to him, I was like, yo, did you go to regular dodgeball or like pimped out dodgeball, a.k.a. trampoline dodgeball? Yeah. And he's like, we need to do this. I'm like, we completely need to do this. So I might try and sign us all up for trampoline dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So either way, he texted us and he's like, I'm coming back from dodgeball. Let me know when you guys get to the bar and I'll try and meet up mm. with you guys. So now it's like Sean gets there. It's like 740 mm. and they're like, let's get, have some wine and some beer. I'm like, yeah. uh, we're supposed to leave in like 10 minutes to meet you and Miranda at <laughs> eight. So I'm we trying... have no beer in our house. We drink everything on the weekend. There was one. Um, Only red stripe. Red stripe. So you actually had recently got little beer cups. Yeah, I did this really awesome shoot for um, Cottage Life for, uh, I can never remember the beer, Alexander Keats, right? Yeah. Alexander Keats. And they have these cute little mini pint glasses. Yeah. And I am like, oh, so help me God, I am going to get these for Boys Town Brew. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Stealthily taking these like props, like and putting them in my bag. Awesome. <laughs> it's only took two, but they're so adorable. So. Yeah, no, it was perfect. So I'm like, well, we only had one cup of, or glass of beer, so we poured them in the small glasses. We shared them. <laughs> then it was like seven fifty. I'm like, oh, okay, we should get ready to go. We should go now, guys. Mm-hmm. And Sean's like, oh, yeah, I really want a glass of wine to be honest with you. <laughs> 
So like, oh, Christ, okay, you have a glass of wine, then Cheyenne had another glass of wine. And, and on my side, I'm like, me and Miranda are in like the world's largest, like most in-depth conversation. And I was like, yo, do you want to just come to dinner with us? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we're probably just getting like drinks or something, like nothing big. Yeah. And I'm like, we shouldn't be like super long. And she's like, yeah, I'll come for a drink. And I'm... Oh, something just went. I think that's my phone. Uh, I, was like, I got an the A. Whole t- table vibrating. I know, that was weird. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, either way, 8 o'clock turned into 8.30, and uh, one glass of wine turned into a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> and then we eventually met you guys at the mm-hmm. bar, and then DJ Malin. DJ Came and met us at the bar as well, and it was just like a fun night. Impromptu, there was seven of us, and I realized everyone at the table had been on the podcast before. No, it's crazy. So we're all trying to plan some more crazy podcasts mm-hmm. this season, which will be fun. I think the the thing that brought us together were drinks and Tinder. Right? Oh my God, Tinder! Yeah, that's... I feel like we should have a podcast just called Tinder. Tinder, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll figure, figure that, one that out. out. But if you guys don't know what Tinder is, Google it and figure it out because then we'll talk about it on a later podcast. Exactly. No, John and I are not, not on, on Tinder. Tinder. No, that's <laughs> not uh, not for us exactly. Yeah, right? so. so either way, that night ended. We got back just before midnight and oh. a few drinks into us. And, I know, I was um, like, oh my god, we have to pack. Needless to say, John and I also have just been having the busiest week in general. I yeah. started my violin, violin lessons, Maurice. Maurice, so when we get back, this is what we're going to do. Since you are doing violin lessons for like the next 16 weeks, mm-hmm. I want to do for every podcast, take like a, a one minute, two minute break mm-hmm. and have you play some of the violin and we'll just mm-hmm. see your progress. Yeah. So let's pause for a second and through the magic of editing, we're in Ottawa right now. Yeah. Let's listen to see what week one violin lessons has done for you. <laughs> Definitely. You should note that before I started these violin lessons, I thought the violin was broken because I couldn't get a sound out of it at all. And none of our friends could. And then I took one lesson and success. Exactly. So let's pause and see what you sound like right now. Ding. That violin hits like a kick to the chin. You know she's in it to rip a wicked, wicked, wicked win. Are you sure you've only done one week of violin <laughs> lessons? <laughs> that was pretty damn cool. <laughs> I have uh, my next one tomorrow. Exactly. So then the next podcast we do, we'll see where your progress is. Ooh. And that's a whole story we can get into. That Even just getting you there to violin lessons was pretty cray. It is crazy. But at the same time, I haven't been driven to music classes in about 20 some odd years. So it was nice to have like John drive me to my lessons. <laughs> drive me, I'm like, here's my little Val going to oh, music lessons. I know, I was so nervous. And then I'm like, oh my God, don't forget to pick me up. <laughs> so. I was just trying to get us California sandwiches and there's not enough time. And it's basically me driving around for three hours, driving yeah, up we, and down, up and down, up and down. We have to do this. I think the next one I'm going to ask you just to stay. And then we can like speed down to Cali sandwiches. We'll see if we can get our asses down there in time to get mm-hmm. some uh, sweet, sweet sandwiches. <laughs> it's been like two episodes since we talked about Cali sandwiches. So, 
Um, so what else happened? So then we flew to Ottawa, which was nice. We actually ran into Dan, Danimal Craig's parents at the yeah, airport, which senior was fun. Danimal. Senior Danimal and uh, mom's Danimal. And <laughs> they just got back from Grenada. Mm-hmm. And I swear they have the best luck whenever they go like to Anywhere. the casinos or tickets or any of this mm-hmm. or that. They always, they're always winning stuff, which is always fun. Yeah. So we got my, uh, met my pops, Malin, at the airport. He picked us up, mm-hmm. went back to his office for a bit, and mm-hmm. saw him and Natalie and na, the, na, na, Natalie. Natalie. And uh, they were telling us about a big presentation they were doing that looked really cool. And that no, I wanted to stay. Yeah, but it was for a couple hours later when we had to yeah. go get lunch and stuff. Yeah. But they definitely rocked it, which was good. That's amazing. And so he was kind enough to give us his car, and we drove, dropped off our luggage here mm-hmm. at uh, our folks' house. Mm-hmm. And then the one thing we always like to do when we come back to Ottawa for a weekend is go and catch the movies. Yeah, because I think it's like, you know, I don't see that many movies during the um, year just because we're really busy. Mm-hmm. And we select, I, you know what's weird? What's that? What's feel, weird? I don't feel like we're that busy until other people tell us you're always unavailable, right? And it's just like, they need us to like come out to parties and stuff like that. So I'm like, are we that busy? Well, our flight today is at 3.20 in the afternoon. We're switching it to 1.50. Why? Because people are coming over. So <laughs> To watch the football playoff game. Yeah. By the way, go Broncos. <laughs> this is, I do want to get back to, because Sean Puff Batty, his favorite football team is your New England Patriots. Definitely. And I'm not a big football fan. Got into it today. As of right now, I'm in first place in my football pool at work. Mm-hmm. But the team I'm going for this year is your Denver Broncos. And so it's just a good matchup because Denver's playing New England today, and it's like the two best quarterbacks, uh, Tom Brady versus mm-hmm. Peyton Manning. And I like Peyton Manning because he's old and ugly. I don't <laughs> like Tom Brady because he's young and good-looking, even though he's like the same age as Peyton Manning. Yeah. But he's like a pretty boy married to a model and this and that. Yeah. I also just don't like him because I like to bust Sean's chops. That's fair. It's funny. So it'd be a good game, and it's fun to watch like uh, playoff sports with Sean because he gets very passionate about so it. So intense. But um, So yeah, so we came, yeah. so we're like, oh, we don't get to watch movies that often. So whenever we come here, we almost see like at least three yeah, so yeah, so first we went for lunch, and we went to Kelsey's in the Canada Centrum, which was mm. fun. We mm. had a nice uh, lunch there, followed mm. by movie time. And which movie did we decide to go see? Her. What did you think about it? I gave it a solid 8 point, a high 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, I think I gave it uh, a middle 8, somewhere like yeah. that. Like, we definitely liked it a lot. Yeah, I definitely think... Um, we, okay, so we saw some other movies, and prior to this um, podcast, we saw uh, Wolf of Wall Street and stuff. <laughs> Two very different films at this point, Wolf Definitely. of Wall Street and Her. I loved the fact that Arcade Fire did the whole soundtrack. Yep. I thought that was really beautiful. I liked Scarlett Johansson in her role. Well, just to anyone who doesn't know the movie, it's Joaquin Phoenix, and it's like takes place in the near future, mm-hmm. and basically everyone's dependent on their cell phones, mm-hmm. and they do everything, like, they'll put in earpieces and be like, you know, check my email, read email, mm-hmm. and then he... Uh, she's in, like, an operating system, but she's, like, intuitive. Um, Scarlett Johansson is the voice of it. It's like she's intuitive to, like understand, um, pick up perceptions and feelings and stuff like that. So he falls in love with her and she falls in love with him, Mm -hmm. even though it's just a voice on a computer pretty much. But, so you didn't like Scarlett Johansson necessarily? I don't know. I don't know if I liked her voice. I thought it could be cool if it was like Emily Blunt, like a British voice. And that just could be in my head because I know like GPSs and stuff are in like a British voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I like Scarlett Johansson though as an actress. I thought Joaquin Phoenix did a good job Mm -hmm. and... 
Mike, the guy who played Mike Love in the TV Beach Boys movie. So was, funny. It was hilarious. He's like one of my favorite guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the soundtrack was good. Who directed it? Spike who? Spike Jones, who is not black, I hear. <laughs> we were watching the Golden Globes. And when Spike Jones got nominated for like best director or whatever, you're like, Spike Jones? You, you just got Spike Lee and Spike Jones confused. Yeah, right. And so Sp- but the weird thing is, remember you're like, you're like, oh, Spike Jones is in Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, oh, I know. And yeah. then I was like, no, I don't clearly like, know at all. There was no black people in the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Like, no, he's a little white guy. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> so that was a fun 10 minutes to explain the difference between those two kinds of guys. Yeah. But either way, I just had fun. Like, we went to the movie on the afternoon, so it was, like, not busy at all. And we just it was, kinda... like, us and, like, four other senior citizens. Yeah, so we sat back, relaxed, watched that movie, mm-hmm. and then uh, came home, picked up my sister, and we picked up my dad from work, who mm-hmm. then picked up my mom from work. <laughs> and then the four of us went out to a really nice dinner that night. Five of us. Sorry, Jen. Uh, uh, it was like an impromptu kind of thing Mm. and um so that was fun we went out to dinner uh came back and just kind of like relaxed a bit i guess friday night Mm. we talked to your dad i like actually coming back to your parents house because i always feel like i get one good chair time conversation with one of your parents yeah right so this time i got your pops Pops Malin. Told us some good stories from yesteryear. Yeah, if we get him on, back on the podcast, I definitely wanted to tell the story about when he chased a guy down the street back when he was like <laughs> yeah. a younger man working in the video store. Definitely. And there's a good story about him. You guys, if you want to know where my sass comes from, a good uh, story about my dad donating some clothes, this and that, and then he had a sass, <laughs> someone was sassing him and he took the comedic road and sassed him back. Yeah. But we'll save that for him on a future episode. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday was the real reason why we came here. You're Ottawa Senators. So it was you, me, and Pops Mallon went down to go catch the Sens versus your mm-hmm. New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. And I was really happy I got you guys tickets for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I told you already where we sat and sat and had great seats. You brought your foam finger and you gave my dad the option of either having the foam finger or the flag. Yeah, the rally flag. He chose the rally flag. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun. Like, we really all, the three of us got into the game, and, mm. like, Ottawa scored within the first four minutes. Which is crazy. And then they did nothing after that. No. <laughs> but, I mean, it was still fun. Like, there was a woman who walked down in front of us, and she fell down, fell down the stairs. Which is hilarious. It was just cool to see, like, you're so close to the players. Like, you really do see how big and tall some of the guys are. Totally. I felt like Zach Smith and I had a moment. That was great. Yeah, we <laughs> told my dad all the nicknames of everyone, like Donkey, Donkey Bull. Donkey Boy. Uh, and Eyebrows and the Walrus <laughs> and everything. Yeah. We could see I tried the- to check to see if... Um, the Paul McLean, Paul McClone was there. He was not. He was not there. Mm-mm. We could see like the ref, like these kids in the front row were making faces to the ref and the ref would come over and make faces to them. But yeah. he then like snuck a puck through the glass and that gave it sweet. to them. And it was just like a really cool perspective of the game. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we lost 4-1. Stupid game. No pop pop or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> but we had like the most action packed row as like there were games being played down in a row. Mm. There was cheerleaders. Like awards being given away. Sparta Cat came down and shot some uh, shirts T-shirts. out of his Not hot, a hot dog, dog gun. No, I wish it was a hot dog gun. Ooh, your dad could have got a second hot dog. We um, we spent more money on beers, pizza, and hot dogs than we did at Baton Rouge the following night. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm going to say is we were in the VIP section, and we asked for a hot dog and pizza. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to the, the, the games, you're expecting the big-ass red hot dogs and the big-ass slices yeah. of pizza. They gave us a tiny little hot dog <laughs> and a tiny four slices of pizza. Like, no, don't give me the little four slices <laughs> of pizza. 
Give me the big ass slice. You want a regular, like a regular, like stadium pizza, because you always get excited about stadium pizza. Yeah. So either way, when we come back in February for another game, we're gonna get the big slice of the pizza. Okay. Um, but no, it was just like a fun game. They didn't win, mm-hmm. but we were cheering and we got some good pictures, mm-hmm. and it was just like. It was still fun. Like, it was a lot closer than the 4-1 score looked like. Totally. And it was just a cool perspective. We saw some big hits and everything. Definitely. And it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So after that, we then went to another movie that night. Mm-hmm. We went to go see American Hustle. American Hustle. What did you think about that movie? Uh, I liked it. I definitely liked Wolf and her better. Yeah? I thought... I thought Christian Bale was amazing. Okay. I like that uh, Jeremy Reimer. Jeremy right? Reimer, yeah. I thought he was really good. I liked Amy Adams, but I did not like her enough to give her an award. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Some of these people I didn't think really deserved or needed awards. No, that was a little silly. I, I didn't realize, like, I knew Louis C.K. was in it, but I didn't realize how mm-hmm. big of a role he had. And he mm-hmm. was actually pretty good. Sometimes I was like, do I like him? But I was like, yeah, no, actually he did a, mm. a pretty good job. I kind of like it because it had an Ocean's Eleven kind of twist to it yeah. at the end. We won't say what happens because everyone can go see it. Um, but the soundtrack was amazing. And I definitely give the soundtrack, like, 10 out of 10 because it was on par with Almost Famous soundtrack. Yeah, I, I love the soundtrack. Any movie that starts with, like, Horse With No Name mm. and then... It was all, like, 70s gems. They even played Sean's Steely Dan song that nobody's ever really heard. <laughs> that we love. We like that song. We're just joking if you're listening to this. But uh, no, it was, it was a pretty good movie. I still liked her and Wolf of Wall Street better. Uh-huh. Uh, I think the next movie I want to see, if it's still playing when we come back in February, we can still see it before, is uh, either Lone Survivor. Yeah. Or what was the other one we were thinking about seeing? Uh, I don't know. Clearly it made a big impact. Not the <laughs> Liam Neeson taken for. On the oh my god, that one looks hilarious. What is it like? I'm just flying the plane. I'm just flying the plane. I'm not a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> right? so, right. The other thing that made me laugh was there's this old couple sitting in front oh of us. Oh my god. I think and that was supposed to be my rant. Do you want to say what happened? Okay, so straight up, I don't know what it is. I don't know if Canada, like movie theaters, breed old like people <laughs> to just see films at any damn hour of the day. But... There is this old couple sitting in front of us, and I am like, I swear to God, I think we just like have these people gravitate towards us. They're always like heavy breathers, loud talkers. Yeah. So like during the whole movie of American Hustle, this isn't giving anything away, Christian Bale is taking heart pills, right? Because he has like basic heart, heart condition. condition, right? He's always sweating. He's always about to like heal over and pass out. So he keeps popping these pills. They actually say... Oh, is your heart okay because of your heart condition? Yeah. This isn't a novelty thing. So then, like, the this old couple sitting in front of us, they are talking, like, full volume, yeah. asking questions. When you're at a movie theater, it's, uh, just got a text from one Jen Mallon. She says, I'm on my way as she's driving us to the airport. Oops. Should we go get ready? In a couple seconds. We've still got a minute or two. Okay. Uh, we can finish this story and then finish up, uh, talk real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're at the movie theater, if you're going to talk for a second, cool, mm-hmm. but just whisper in the other person's ear. Like, I whisper in your ear. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize yeah. Robert De Niro was in this movie. Yeah, she's like... She's like, or the, the guy's just like, what's wrong with him? Why does he have pills? And this is how loud he was talking. <laughs> and it's not like the wife was like, shh, you know what? Yeah. She's like, he has a heart, heart condition. condition. Right? And they did this throughout the movie. Yeah. Not, not enough to sh- shush them, but like every like 40 minutes they would talk like, what's going on now? Yeah, Who's like, that? How did you miss that? It's like, oh my God, if you weren't old, yeah. then I'm like, maybe they have a hearing condition. Yeah, he's uh, Christian Bale's got a heart condition. They got a hearing condition. I got a sassing condition that I'm working on. It so. was like crazy though. It was so loud. 
It was very loud, but... Oh, beans. That's my oh, yeah. favorite. Okay, so <laughs> from American Hustle, that ended. Then about 9 o'clock, we went out for dinner. Beans. And I, we were, we couldn't decide if we should go to Egg Style or Baton Rouge. <laughs> I went to Baton Rouge, and I'm going to write down Egg Style picture and beans. But you tell them your bean story. I'll tell them after. We should go get ready. You want, you want to just end? We can do that. We can get ready in like two minutes. Oh, okay. You tell their bean story. Now they want to hear it. So we go to Baton Rouge, success, right? And I think we always end up there. Clearly, the last two times we've come to Canada, we always yep. go to Baton Rouge. It's really relaxing. Um, so we went there, and we were like so hungry. Um, so you ended up getting half a rack of ribs. Right? And double fries. And double fries. And then I just wanted... a. Uh, what did I get? A sir- top sirloin top steak? Top sirloin? A s- sirloin steak. And usually I'm prepared for like one question. Like the question being, how do you want it? And I was yeah. like, medium, please. And then the woman's like, okay, do you want, what do you want as your side? I was like, fries. She's like, do you want double fries? Do you want baked potato? Do you want mashed potatoes? Do you want, and I was yeah. like, oh my God. Okay. Right? And I was like, just regular fries, please. And then she's like, oh yeah, and you get double fries, beans, regular <laughs> <laughs> fries, uh, soup, salad, and I was like, oh, I'll take the beans, yeah. right? And so I was like, just a regular order of fries and beans, please. And so then we bring out the salad. Salad was great, done, whatever. Pressing on, we get our mains. And then I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I was like, she gave me baked beans, like breakfast beans. Pork and beans. Pork and beans, right? I was like, who the hell eats beans with steak that's like double the amount of protein there is no vegetable concentrate on this plate whatsoever no this made no sense i almost was like on principle i'm like if you're gonna say baked beans like you say heinz beans yeah it's like (laughs) you don't say you want steak with beans because most people will think green beans exactly fail and that was our bad Tom Rouge bean story. <laughs> and also there was a, a, like a waiter who came up to us who was clearly must have been younger than us. Like, I know. The same, and he's just like, how are you kids doing tonight? I'm like, hello, dude. I could tutor you. I'm like exactly. clearly 10 years older than you. <laughs> Either way, the two sets of fries I got were delicious. <laughs> then we came home and like watched Drake on Saturday Night Live, went to bed. And now we are finishing up breakfast. I guess we should uh, say goodbye for now. Yeah, we should go to Catch our flight. Mm-hmm. And uh, through the magic of podcasting, we're going to go from Ottawa to Toronto just like this. And just like that, with the power of podcasting and the power of having to redo this intro for the second time, <laughs> we are back from Ottawa in beautiful downtown Toronto at Club 605. Yes. And the funny thing is, so this is all one podcast. This is the Ottawa slash Toronto podcast. Yeah. But you wouldn't know it. We're going to give you some behind the behind the scenes secrets it's actually been a week since we were in ottawa so it's not like we (laughs) flew home from ottawa and then started to continue this podcast we actually just finished a whole week of life yeah we had a very busy week so it's probably we needed we needed to you know just close this week close this week off and maybe in a future podcast we'll talk about it but maybe not we'll see we'll see um but either way it's been a hectic 2014 Mm mm-hmm and Seriously, it just started. How the hell did this much shit happen to us? It just started, and it seems like every week there's been something else. The yeah. funny thing I was saying to you yesterday is I haven't worked a full five-day week in I over know. a month because in December I had all my holiday time. I took mm-hmm. a couple weeks off, and then come January, it's still like we were in Ottawa for a week. I took this past Friday off. I was off a Friday before Ottawa, yeah. and it's just like... 
living the high life on your four day to three day weeks. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's crazy that 2014 has been so crazy busy. Uh, busy in a good way and busy, busy in, in, a, bad in, a, way. in a busy in a bad way. But it's been pretty cool. Oh, the one thing I want to say before I forgot. Go. The one Ottawa story that I haven't told you, or I forgot to talk, Which one? talk about that made me laugh was, so when you and I are in elevators, like coming home, what do I sometimes do if there's someone in the elevator with us? Oh, we always, pull, um, what you want call it, promote the podcast really in uh, like clandestine, stealthy way. Yeah, we'll be talking about, oh man, I forgot to tell you, I just heard this amazing new podcast. What's it called? It's called Live at 605. What, what What kind of podcast is this? It's really funny. So it's this like local Toronto comedian, okay. I guess he has all these crazy party stories. He does it with this girl, I guess it's his girlfriend or something. What's his name? Oh, John Mallon. How will I know to find him on, where do I find him? Oh, just, I went to iTunes, I typed in Live at 605. Yeah. And it comes up automatically, and there's like a really cool profile picture of the cover. <laughs> and we just go on and on like that. We yeah. mentioned live at 605 like three or four times. We also have another stealthy um, double life where we talk about our cottage in Muskoka, our house <laughs> in Oakville, our dog named Triscuit. Trisket. <laughs> Trisket. <laughs> Which is funny because in real life we don't want a dog. No. So. Yeah, sometimes. This is what I like to do when we go grocery shopping. <laughs> Is when we'll be pushing a cart and we walk by people. I'll be like, oh, I'm so glad we're getting supplies for our weekend at our Muskoka cottage, you know. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, should, should we uh, take out the boat today or should we just leave a dog? Yeah. I'll be like, well, we got to bring the boat out because we're on our own island in our Muskoka cottage that we own. <laughs> right. And you'll be like, oh, Trisket hasn't been on the co- at our cottage for a while, you know. She's aching to get out. <laughs> Trisket only happened because we were passing by a the... A box of Trisket. Bos- Oh, yeah, boxes of Trisket crackers. But it's a fun game to do. I, I definitely recommend people doing it. Just try, because, you know, sometimes when people walk by me, and if I don't have headphones on, I do like to hear what they're talking about. <laughs> like yesterday, this is so off topic again, but we were walking to the subway station, and we were trying to cross the street, and I saw this woman with headphones on, but she was talking on the phone. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, she looks so pissed off. And I'm like, I just want to walk by and hear why she's so angry. <laughs> yeah. she's, did you hear what she said? I don't remember. She's like, I can't believe you're not coming to pick me up. I've been standing out here. And that's all I heard because I've yeah. walked in this way. <laughs> so I always like, I always figure sometimes when we walk past people, they're listening to us. And I just want them to be like, who are these young people who I own? I know. And, or like even yesterday when we were on the subway, mm-hmm. I was just bigging you up. I'm like, so wait a second. You're creative manager. <laughs> and you became creative manager before you were 30. <laughs> and what, your company's flying you to New York City? <laughs> so My other favorite is because I actively feel like we've taken your aunt's life and my brother's life. Because yeah. remember that one time we're like, oh my god, our house in Oakville oh. at, on this street. That's, like, that's where it started, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were visiting uh, Carl and Beth from Bad Roommates. Uh, <laughs> can, I, can I go off on another quick tangent yeah. about Bad Roommates, that episode? Cool. This is the weird thing, and then I'm going to get back to your brother's street. Okay. So originally that episode was called Roommate Hate. Mm-hmm. And you know what the weird thing was? That podcast got censored by iTunes. It would really? not They wouldn't put it up because usually when I post a podcast, I put it on Podomatic, then it automatically updates to iTunes. Yeah. And usually it does. So if I do it at midnight on a Monday at midnight, it's yeah. always by the time I wake up, if I go to iTunes, type in live at 6 to 5, it's yeah. there. Roommate Hate was not showing up at all the next day. Like you could download, if you subscribed, it would show up on your phone. But if yeah. you're just searching... And I think it's because the word hate was the Whoa. title. I changed it to bad roommates. A bit stuck. 20 minutes later, it showed up. I changed it back into roommate hate. It disappeared. 
Whoa, iTunes censored you. iTunes censored me, and the mic dropped as I... Maybe <laughs> iTunes is inside our microphone here. Uh, so I was just going to say, yeah, that, that was like the most controversial episode, Roommate Hate, so I can't put hate in any more of my titles. Dang it. But yeah, the whole thing about uh, this us creating like a, mm-hmm. a funny life, secret mm-hmm. life, happened when we were at Carl and Beth's house. Yeah. And we were walking just around their Oakville Street with all these big giant houses. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... It wouldn't be funny if I'm like, oh, I can't wait to give it, get back to 2332 yeah. Scarsdale Road or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm so happy we just got a new uh, pool. Be- pool in the backyard, the new bends, and <laughs> this is a great ha- place to raise our multicultural kids. And, <laughs> and it's just like all these older people looking at us, like, who are these twenty-somethings? Like, don't worry, guys. We are we are hot shots. <laughs> yeah. So it's just funny. That's one thing we like. To we do. like to do that. But so, like I was saying, we always do that podcast in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Never tell this to my dad or anything, but we're at the Sens game that we were I talking. Know. And out of nowhere, he starts doing it. He's like, John, he's like, did I tell you about this great new <laughs> podcast I've been listening to? I was like, no, what is it? He's like, it's called Live at 605. <laughs> and he's like, here. And he like t- he took it one step further. He took the his phone out yeah. and showed the podcast. See, that's a chapter out of my book, what I do on yeah. the subway for you. The only problem with that is if people look closely, they'll notice it's me. Ooh. <laughs> but this one, you're wearing sunglasses, so it's kind of last time. And I have, like, a big metal chain on me and right. everything. So shout out to Pops Mallon for bigging up the podcast. And he's well been he's been uh, bigging it up all around his office. So <laughs> you're making us even bigger in Ottawa, so we thank you I for that. I did have a new Instagram follower. As did I. So shout out to, once again to Natalie. From uh, Pops Malin work <laughs> yeah. fame. Thanks for adding us to Instagram and everything. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah, so that's that's the Ottawa story. I just wanted yeah. to talk about that was funny. But like you said, it's only the start of 2014. Mm-hmm. I hate this weather. My lips are so dry somehow. We're inside. We're inside, and our lips are like chapped to shit right yeah. now. <laughs> I know, it's the worst. It's the worst. Oh, it's awful. Uh, 2014, you cold. Harsh mistress bitch you. Yeah. We just want some warm weather. I'm yeah. jealous of our friend Z and Tammy who are going to Dominican, Dominican tomorrow, tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow, I'll have to text her. Super jealous, but let's let's go back in time. We and have, your dentist said she was going to Bahamas, or well, my, uh, Miami, Miami next week, and then Bahamas, Bahamas after, that. after that. So all these people going to warm places. Yeah, where are you going? I'm going to maybe Loblaws after this. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're going to vacuum our living room or something. It's Probably. like spring cleaning right now in this place. But uh, we we have so many stories. We started this podcast two weeks ago, the yeah. new season. And just in the first three weeks of January, there's been craziness all the time. So maybe we should start uh, with New Year's Eve and talk yeah. about that a little bit. I sometimes feel like maybe the world is doing this to us. Like, giving us all these, like, eccentric weeks just mm-hmm. so we have material for the podcast. Maybe. I swear our life was boring before we started to do this. And it's just like, uh-oh, we need a new episode. Life's going to get funny in about yeah. ten minutes. So. Well, New Year's Eve was definitely funny and crazy. New Year's Eve was amazing. So, we decided to do New Year's. Uh, your best friend Lillian was coming down. Yep, sure. And um, Benoit, who right. I hadn't, we, neither of us had physically met yet. On so. Skype, we had. Yes. He seemed like a very nice gentleman on Skype. Definitely. And gentleman he was definitely worthy. even nicer and awesome, awesomer in person. I think, okay, so here's here's a little sneak peek of Benoit, perhaps. He, he is this lovely French. Uh, gentleman yes. caller. Is that mm-hmm. a good thing? No, or? it makes him sound like a prostitute Oops. gentleman caller. Okay. A very nice gentleman from France who lives in Vancouver, Vancouver and, and is engaged to, to your best friend Lillian. Lillian. 
But the other cool thing is we had everyone over for a pre-hang. Yes. And I don't really know anything about Benoit besides he's awesome. He treats my friend really, really well. And he bakes. He works in bakeries. Yeah. He's like does not-for-profit stuff in L.A. for like concerts and stuff. Really cool okay. guy. So they come here. Obviously, we're going to all pull into the jam space. Yeah. The right? music room where we're recording live at 6.05 at Club 6.05. How badass is this that he is a French heavy metal drummer <laughs> yeah. on the side? <laughs> that is like the coolest thing ever. I don't even know what French heavy metal would sound like. I have no clue, but I just picture that Lady Marmalade song, mm-hmm. but like just to like heavy metal. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's really cool, though, because he's actually, like, super clean cut, but apparently he used to have, like, really long, like, heavy metal 90s hair. We all had long hair at some point in our lives as gentlemen. It's so weird. I guess all of us, we were in the wrong generation. I guess so. So, and either way, so we had the pre-party here. And we, it was awesome again. Yeah. Everyone was excited to hear about your violin. So we all pulled into the music room. So everyone, it was all basically like your, your high school crew yes. set of people who came over. So mm-hmm. everyone from Alistair to Miranda yep. and Chris, Chris and Becca yep. who, and uh, Arthur, Denise, totally. uh, Richard, Richard Alan, Alan, et cetera. Pretty much everyone. everyone Alfonso. Alfonso. As we all know and love. All of the party podcast fame people were here. And it was awesome. So we all spilled into the music room here. Oh. And as you always do, you, you're always very good at getting people who aren't necessarily comfortable playing instruments to play instruments. I know. As you got like Arthur jump on guitar who hadn't played it in a while. It was actually really sweet. The one takeaway I have, we'll tell you about New Year's New Year's, but the one takeaway I had from the rest of the night was we all got wasted oh, hells yeah. at the bar. But at the end of the night, Arthur's like, I really had fun playing guitar with you guys. Again, like we had a blast. <laughs> Where we went for New Year's, we'll get into that. But as for always, as per usual, people are always like, I think we have more fun at your apartment. <laughs> like, we can't just keep having the full parties at our place. I know. By, by nature of this week, we can't yes. keep having parties at our place. But if you guys want, go to Vine, type in <laughs> John Mallon or Mallon Kent, and you will see all of us jamming on New Year's Eve here. Mm. I took a Vine. I was on ukulele. You were on piano. piano. Benoit and Alfonso took time on the drums. Xylophone. Xylophone. Uh, Chris was singing, and we all sang along to yeah. like, Runaway Train or something. Runaway Train. Meatloaf, I would do anything. I think that's what I vine was that song. Yeah. So check out check out my vine. It's like a couple vines back. Also, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about our St. Lucia concert and a uh, a podcast upcoming. But go to my vine. You'll see the best shoes ever. (laughs) It's these shoes that lit up. Adult shoes. Oh yeah. And I vine them, and it's very funny. So vine. That's John Mallon or Mallon Camp. Just search either one. So I think the thing with New Year's for us is New Year's to us is not as big of a holiday as Halloween. No. Our, yours and my birthday, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Those correct. are the three momentous occasions we want to party. We want to party really, really hard. Yes. So, New Year's, I don't want to spend more than 20 bucks No. Uh, to the, get into some place. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we were going to be just as happy to stay home. Yeah. We had a couple other options, but they were like $40 cover charges or whatever. Yeah. And we're like, ah, that's too, that's too rich for my blood for a holiday I'm not that big into. Seeing as last year, didn't we just watch D3 and get Dirty Bird with Dan? Yeah, and we watched the Beach Boys movie. <laughs> yeah, which was equally impeccable, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Right? Um, so then somehow Miranda came as a trooper and organized a bunch of different options. Oh. And 
true to form with me, I didn't really read which option I was picking. I just went with the majority because yeah, I was really busy. Rules. And we picked the most expensive option, which was 60 bucks to get into this club. Yeah. Which club was it again? It the was Gladstone The Gladstone Hotel. Which if you guys are in, live in Toronto, you've probably been there for karaoke before. Definitely. Yeah. Um, either way, they were doing a circus-themed big top night. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, let's all go there. Whatever. Um, they have like a top 40 room. They have... They had, like, a weirdo techno no room. room. They had bathrooms with bathtubs in them. Which is crazy. So, like, the Drake... Wow, we weren't even at the Drake Hotel. No. The Gladstone Hotel is also, like, a hotel, and they have different, like, boutique rooms and an art gallery. Show. So they turned the art gallery floor into, like, this really hipster kind of avant-garde yeah. thing, which I think what is why the bathtub was in the bathroom. Gotcha. But I was like, damn it, we never got to take pictures in the bathtub. I know, I wanted to like me jump in the bathtub and do like that Jose Reyes uh, picture yeah. I always do with my hands now. So either way, we go there. Go in there and it's definitely busy. The good thing is we didn't have to wait too long in line. Mm-mm. It wasn't, at, well, no, it was pretty cold that night. I'm trying it to remember, cold. considering how cold it's been lately, it's it was definitely cold, but we got in there and there was a big line for coat check. But the good thing was they're giving out free popcorn and cotton candy. Right, Lillian hooked you up. Yeah, so I ate some cotton candy. And again, cotton candy is one of those things, uh, on paper it sounds like a great idea until you start eating it. And it just tastes like air. Like, there's not nothing to cotton candy. It's like That's this big it's fluffy. Fine. That's true, but you eat it and you're just like, ah, I'm not getting anything from this except for like it's cavities. Sweet. It's a little sweet, but I mean, if I'm... all sugar. Yeah, but if you're going to give me sweet sugar, just give me Mike and Ike's, gummy bears, gummy worms, you know, Skittles, something chewy, chewy. See, I just feel like they should just be siphoning the sugar, too, so cotton candy is the way to go. Oh, that's true. Just <laughs> yeah. put it into, like, a syringe and inject it to my veins or something like that, right? Trick question. Yes? What was T-Man's one of his food groups? Cotton candy. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke for just the two of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we get in line and we do the coat check and we're trying to figure out where to go hang out in this club because yeah, the main room where we were doing the coat check was yeah. like, uh, like Motown hits, I guess. Yeah. Which I actually really liked. I did, but the problem was it wasn't Motown that I necessarily knew. Really? Well, I don't know. Maybe, but maybe there's like two songs where I was like, what is this mess? <laughs> okay. Uh, so then we decided to go up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And we went upstairs, and that was just, like, the douchey techno, like, yeah. clever kids and just, like, people you would maybe see outside of, like, UFC fights and stuff <laughs> like that. And, but in the bar in the basement was so busy. That's why we went upstairs. Right. There was a bar upstairs, but there was no beer there. It was only, it like... It was weird. So I was like, okay, give me a rum and coke. I'm like, rum and coke is what I drank when I was 17 in Cuba and didn't know how to make order a drink or anything. <laughs> My favorite two drinks before I knew how to order drinks were rum and coke Mm-hmm. And gin and juice because rum and coke. I'm like, I've heard people order this before. I like Coke, <laughs> Coca Cola, not cocaine. I've never done that. <laughs> and I, and then gin and juice just because of Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dog. I was like, I'm gonna try this. And I used to drink gin and juice all the time. It was actually pretty good. Gin. Okay, so Lori got me on this drink at the p- party. We'll talk about in the next podcast. Yes. Um, it's gin. Okay. Mixed with cranberry juice and orange juice. It tastes like you're on a beach. So we didn't know what this drink was called, so we've now actually coined it a Manhattan Toodaloo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So if I go to a bar and order a Manhattan Toodaloo, yeah. will they know what I'm doing? God knows. No. The other good thing is that's actually a good vocal exercise before I do a podcast. Manhattan Toodaloo. Manhattan Toodaloo. <laughs> Unique New York. So we were upstairs there for a bit. Yeah. 
And then I think we also just kept getting separated, all of us. Yeah, you and I do this thing, though. I feel like you and I can party, like, wherever we are by ourselves. Yeah. So you and I tend to just run around. We're like, F this mess. We don't like this music up yeah, here. This we'll is weird. Yeah, we'll just find our own party. So we went back downstairs <laughs> to the Motown area. And then we kept seeing all these peoples with, like, all these peoples. Why do I sound weird? Mm-hmm. We saw everybody had, like, uh, stickers on their shirts of letters or numbers. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, they just had all these random letters and number stickers. Mm-hmm. So I put on... You put on a V. Yeah, I stole a bunch of them, and then I started slapping all of our friends with them. Yeah, I put on an 8, because that's my favorite number. Mm-hmm. And so we were down there for a bit, and then we're like, let's go explore some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we found, because we were trying to again go to the bar. That bar was so busy. We mm-hmm. found another bar, but they were closed at the meantime. Mm-hmm. So we're like, damn it. But then we saw another like hidden room, and mm-hmm. more music, and it was all like rap music. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's go in here because we can all like sing and dance to like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. John basically went home is what happened yeah. there. <laughs> I was like, I must rap. <laughs> we went in and then they started playing like N-Words in Paris. Yeah. It the was one, like a colleague. It's yeah. like they knew you were in here. The only problem with that room was it went, f- they were doing kind of like dance remixes of all these rap songs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. But I guess I, they still played like a lot of great songs. Yeah. We kind of, we basically spent the whole night in like this rap room, I guess. Yes. And we all started singing and dancing and drinking. Doing shots. Shots. And what happened with your shots? Okay, here's my thing with shots. Everyone knows I like shots. I like to also think I'm now at the age where I can peer pressure friends to drink. Yeah. Because I know my liquor tolerance. Yeah. Right? And you agree with me. So does Miranda and most friends. Yeah. It's like if I'm offering you shots... Either you have to just run away yeah. or suck them and take them. That's the exact thing I do. Every time you yell, shot, 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 or I see you with a bottle of Patron or tequila or whatever, <laughs> yeah. I always just like start to back away. And whoever's around me, I'm always very nice. I always warn them. I say, just so you know, that I was getting the shots, it's not going to be a good shot that goes down easy. It's going to be tequila. Yeah. So I'm like, if you're not down with tequila, get the hell out of here now because you will give people shots. Yeah, and, and I... I Okay, so my thing is, and it's like all of our friends, you always like end up buying rounds and stuff. Yeah. So I'm just like, yo, this signifies the starting point. I am buying tequila shots. We were in there for possibly like 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So there's one one of our friends there who I will not mention. No. and Two, actually. Two of them. I only got a chance to mention one of them and warn them. I said, oh, just so you know, Val and everybody's mm-hmm. doing shots now. It's going to be something hard like tequila. This is when I back away. Just to warn you now, this yeah. is going to be a crazy shot, most likely. Yeah. And the friend's like, okay, but they proceeded to do the shot. Both friends took the shots. Yes. Right? Then we never saw them again for the rest of the night, one of them. They may or may not have had to go to the washroom and <laughs> throw up or something of that yeah. nature, but that's okay. They mm-hmm. all eventually made it back down. Having said that, Alistair rallied. That's true. We just got more shots. More shots. And at one point when you were buying shots, someone came around with a tray of free shots. Woo. And it was like a sweet shot. So I took that. Yeah. It was like maybe like bubble gum or whatever Yums. those things are called. So everyone was shot up with shots and drinks. And we were dancing. And then at some point, I don't know if, if we found the stage first or you found I that. I wanted to go on stage. You wanted to go on stage. Yeah. and I, I always want to go on stage. We always like to go on stage. Yeah. Think of Halloween two years ago when yeah. I was dressed up in like a unitard. and. I think this is the one thing I like about you and I in terms of partying and just like being out. We both like the same kind of like obnoxious dancing and stuff like that. Yeah. And we both love just dancing in general. But yeah. we like being on stage. 
right? So I know if I'm like, John, I want to go on stage, you're not going to be like, don't embarrass me, right? You'll be yeah. like, let's go. I figure we work so hard and do so much stuff mm-hmm. and we're so busy. Yeah. It's like the whole work hard, play hard. We play very hard when we want to play. Yeah. And I'm like, it's New Year's Eve. I want to have fun. If yeah. we're going to go on stage, let's go on stage to the Fully. forest. I was like, I'm not going to see these assholes again. Oh, okay. screw them. So we went on stage, and there we spent a good maybe hour on there, I guess. Longer. The cool thing was we actually did the New Year's countdown from on the stage. stage. So that was cool. So that kind of felt like we were VIP. Yes. The other hookup was um, our dear friend Alfonso. Yes. Not only was he partying with us, he was also VIP taking photos there yeah. for the club. So, potentially, there are photos of us from the Gladstone Hotel all over the place. Oh, who knows, yeah. yeah. But it was definitely fun up there. We were drinking and dancing, and mm-hmm. I kept telling the DJ to play Wild for the Night by uh, ASAP Rocky, which he never did. I know. What I'm jerk. like, come on, that's, that's a DJ. Take some requests. Exactly. Come on now. And, yes, yeah, so we were up there for a bit. We got much. everyone on the stage. Everyone was up there. It wasn't the biggest of stages no. either. And we were doing, like, two to, like, a foot of space at one point. Yeah. Like, ugh. So that was crazy. It's impeccable none of us died. Oh, exactly. Okay. And then we all got down from the stage for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then you somehow found something. So through the crowd at the back of the bar... Or not the back of the bar, sorry, the back of the stage in like where the DJ was, I saw this glistening like two and a half foot bottle of Grey Goose. Yeah. And I'm like, I want it. And so I went and grabbed it. And then I brought it to our friends. And I was like, look what I found. Yeah. And I'm like so determined. It is like, I think it only turned midnight at that point. Yeah, it was just like freshly 2014. So I'm like, I'm going to steal this and take it home with me because I want it to be part of our next house party. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so heavy. Right? Yeah, so having, and then, like, you would pass it to me, and I would mm-hmm. I'm like, this is amazing, and mm-hmm. I would start holding it like I won the Stanley Cup, yeah. like, lifting it over my head, and, like, we were all passing around between our friends, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's hold on to this, I definitely want to take this home, too. Yeah. And then, like, I would bring it on stage, and I'm like, this tight stage, I'm, like, one-handing this, like, 20-pound thing. It was crazy. Somehow I didn't fall off and kill myself. Or break anyone's face. But then, like, 45 minutes into holding it, I realized, I'm like, wait a second, this thing's empty. I know, it was... It was a faux bottle of Grey Goose. I thought it was, like, full of Grey Goose. No. I'm like, wait a second, why am I holding an empty bottle of Grey Goose that's so heavy? Right. That was the worst. <laughs> I didn't realize you actually just wanted to take it home. But yeah. then I just, like, dropped and some other people took it, I think. So Assholes. I was like, oh, man. Fail. So we did that. We got back on stage some more and did some more dancing, mm-hmm. which was crazy. And I don't know when the night ended there. I think we left... Like, two something? Two or something. And... and one of our other friends, we got there with him, yeah. Steve, right? Yeah. And then we didn't see him for like the whole night until like yeah. the end of the night. It was as if he went into a labyrinth door after I gave him the shot. He went to the bathroom at the beginning of the night. We did not see him until the end of the night when we were getting coats, our yeah. coats, and he was coming out of the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty crazy. <laughs> and then... Oh, after you have a night of drinking, especially on New Year's, do you go home right away? Munchie run. Munchie run. So again, there's a whole bunch of us leaving, and it seemed like the theme of the night was we always kept getting split up. Mm-hmm. And so I was walking ahead. I think it was like me, Miranda, Fahim, and Chris, maybe? Maybe. Either way, we all went, we thought we were going for like poutine fries. Yeah. So we found this poutine restaurant place. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. 
We all went into there and we thought all oh, you guys were behind us. We looked behind and of course none of you guys were with us. <laughs> no. We lost like 10 of you or something like that. Yeah. And the whole time I was telling Miranda, fan favorite of um, pet, peeves. pet peeves and girl talk, mm-hmm. I was like in my drunken state, I was like, I don't, I don't like poutine. I just want fries. Can I order just fries? <laughs> yeah. And it was like the hardest thing just to get out there. I just want fries. <laughs> and she's like, uh, I think the menu says just fries. She's like, just go up and ask for fries. So I went to the lady. I'm like, uh, can I just get some fries and ketchup? Why are you trying to sound like John Lennon? Can I get some fries and ketchup with it, please? <laughs> yeah. We're the Beatles. <laughs> oh, that's just my drunken state when like my words were getting a little bit slurred. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I got my fries and ketchup, mm-hmm. and then we're like, wait, you guys aren't here, so then we went outside in the cold with our fries and poutine yeah. to try and find you guys. Yeah, we were in King Slice. You're in King Slice, so we all, we came into there, and then we're all just like yelling in front of King Slice <laughs> and everything. We and- merged, like... Five tables together. Oh we took over that place. It was horrible. I can never work in like one of those pizza fry, like 24, 24 hour, hour places place just for like the drunk people. Because yeah, I can only we imagine. Such dicks. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So we did that and we ate a lot. And I don't know. Apparently, I think I was freestyle rapping in there yes. probably yes, or something. Oh, that's our new segment we're going to do. Which? Should we, uh, John tries to freestyle. Okay. Because you know how every week we're going to have you play some violin to see if you get oh, better? Yeah. Progress. We want to see if my freestyles can get any better. Okay. So these are not planned. Okay. I want you to give me a topic, and we will see. Just mention right it. Now? It could be anything. It could be like, you know, dirt road, or it could be like ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. Give me a topic. We'll see how long I can freestyle. My guess is if I can get past 10 seconds. Oh, wait. Should I time you? Yeah, you can time me. So should we call this John's Freestyles? Yes. Yo, John's Freestyle. Yo, 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 yo. The topic is... Paved roads. Paved roads. In three, two, one. Yo, yo, I'm driving down these paved roads looking for a paid hoe because I want to get it in. And then I'm going to walk down the street after she's done beating my meat. And then I'll hit the guitar because I got really far with this dirty ass hoe who didn't want to blow because I didn't have the money because I called her honey. And then I don't know what to do because I looked at the timer. Damn it. <laughs> My favorite part when you re-listen to this part of the podcast, instead of saying paved roads, you said pay roads. Oops, I screwed it up. So really, you only got one second in. So the official timer says 22 uh, seconds, but if I I screwed up the first word, so maybe. It's really one second. One second. I got very excited when you said paved roads, because the first thing that came to my mind was paid hoes, and I'm like, I'm going to run with this. I swear, I just want to do, like, a YouTube video. I won't do... My best freestyles are always in the shower. Yeah. And they're also always, like, extremely dirty. So, this on a scale of one to dirt nasty was, like, a 14A. Should I get... Shouldn't I get to rate it? Oh, you can rate Yeah, what do you think? Okay, what is the scale again? From one... Dirt nasty. One to dirt nasty. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know what dirt nasty is. So, I'll give you a credible two. Aw, <laughs> I like to also point out, I'll be, like, exhausted and, like, in bed and, like, beyond the point where I can't open my eyes. They'll be like, I have to wake up earlier than John to go to work. He's like, Val, I'm totally going to freestyle for you right now. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to beg you not to. So I have the best freestyle line where it's like, I'm feeling real pain. Oh, I fucked it up. I'm feeling real fancy. I don't want to read books by Tom Clancy. I don't even read Tom Clancy books, but... 
I just think it's funny. I was like, you don't even need an audience. I don't know why you bring this to me in the middle of the Because I get so impressed with myself when I freestyle. <laughs> and, like, I swear my freestyles by myself are, like, five, six minutes long straight. But I can't crack, like, 20 seconds when I'm with people. So I'm sorry. We'll see if by the end of season four I can get to, like, a one, a full one-minute freestyle. Okay, okay. Okay. It's a shame, though, this freestyle is going to be at the end of the podcast, but that's okay. Bougie. Uh, so I think that pretty much rounds out New Year's Eve. I just want to do one more add-on. Okay. This is, <laughs> this is how extreme our friends are. So Lillian and Benoit oh God, yeah. had to fly home at 6 in the morning back to Vancouver yeah. after partying with us till 3 in the morning, yeah. essentially, okay? Needless to say, they woke up. Their flight was delayed because the weather was shitty, yeah. right? But it was only, like, marginally delayed by, like, an hour. But oh. they were, like, so hungover. I think Benoit, like, was, like, <laughs> like disgustingly sick in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I, I would just pay the extra fee and fly home the next day. Yeah, yeah, it was brutal. I will say, though, we've been, especially myself, very lucky with not really having hangovers. Yeah. As um, I'm the king of bad hangovers. Yeah. And it started with Halloween. Halloween was a little hungover, not too bad. Your birthday, I felt decent. And New Year's Eve, I was like, wow. We are fine. I didn't have to stay in bed all day. Mm-hmm. So thank you to the hangover gods mm-hmm. for, for not killing me after some of these parties. Yeah. Well, I think that pretty much will do it for the Ottawa podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited to listen back and edit the first half as it's been a week and I forgot what we already talked about. <laughs> yeah. And we've already done a half hour here. So I think we did a good hour plus podcast, which is fun. <laughs> We have some exciting new episodes coming up soon. We're going to be doing more John's freestyles. We'll do more violin lessons with Val. (laughs) And we got some suggestions from our fans about other topics and things they want us to talk about. So I'm very excited for some of the things that will be coming up. And I'm excited because maybe we will go see Dallas Buyers Club today. Yes. We do a movie review later. Or who knows? We're just going to try and do some more spring cleaning in here. The other thing you guys should check out, if because um, I feel like we spoke about what movies we saw in the Ottawa chunk of this podcast. Yes. They did, Jonah Hill did a really funny parody of her on oh, SNL yeah. last night. So if you haven't checked it out, go find it on YouTube or BuzzFeed. Yeah. It's hilarious. It is really funny. Yeah. Anyone who's seen the movie Her will really appreciate, appreciate that. It. And there's a funny cameo. Exactly. So if there's anything else you want to add to this bad boy? No. No. I think that, that'll do it for this week. So thank you to the lovely Malin family for hosting us and letting us very stay over. Nice. Thank you to Pops Malin for having a very fun Sens game with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Jen and Katie for doing for updating us and telling us about all the awesome things they're doing. Yeah. Oh, we have to figure out what uh, class Katie's teaching. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was always it was great seeing mm-hmm. Mom's Malin as well. Mm-hmm. And she was showing off the... Fancy watch we all got her, <laughs> and she's being hilarious as usual. Always. And it's always fun stopping off at uh, Pops Mallon's office to see him and Natalie and the rest of the crew down yeah. there. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So we're, we're going back to Ottawa in the end of February, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll do an Ottawa podcast part two and maybe try and get uh, Pops Mallon or Mom's Mallon or someone else on the podcast with us and we can do a little segment with them. But uh, thanks to all, everyone who had us over, and mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening. That's all. That's all. I'll get into my band of the week now. <laughs> and that's probably your cue to leave, I guess. Yep, bye. bye. I get kicked out at this point. No, you can stay around. No. You just never want to. I have shit to do. <laughs> and as always, if you make it this far into the podcast, I like to reward you with my band of the week. 
And this week's band of the week is a pretty well-known band. It's not like you've probably never heard of them. It's Foster the People. But I'm very excited because they have a new album coming out called Superheroes, I think. Hold on, let me take a look. Something like that. It doesn't matter. But they have an awesome new song called Coming of Age that I very much like. And I love Foster the People. I first heard them when they did an episode of Entourage. They played the song Pumped Up Kicks. And this was a full year before it was like officially became a big song. So I was into this band, Foster the People, once again, before the main masses of people. And that's just me being snooty because I like to claim to have known bands before everyone else did. But I loved their first album. Pretty much every song on that album I love and listen to. And I almost put, when it comes to playlists, party uh, playlists, I usually put every song from that album on the playlist because they're all fun, dancey songs. But like I said, the song of the week by my band of the week is Coming of Age by Foster the People. I really like it. I think you guys are going to think it's catchy, and I hope you enjoy. Let me know. So like I said, many ways to get in contact with me. Facebook.com slash live at 605. From there, you'll find everything else. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Malencamp. Follow me on Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Follow me on Vine. I'm at Malencamp as well. And www.liveat605.podomatic.com. And you can download, listen, and hit the PayPal button and subscribe to the podcast there. So until next week... I'm your podcaster, John. Be easy. Like a comment